We talking about cats and black people today. Um, actually, we are doing the Blackest King episode today. Blackest King, Beyonce's film, directed by Beyonce, created by Beyonce, written by Beyonce, um, handcrafted by Beyonce. Beyonce built the camera. Um, yeah, she flew the plane to where they were filming. Um, she did everything. And so we're going to be talking about it today. And when I say we, I mean me and Mo. My friend Mo. Um, I've known Mo for a long time. I want to say like four years. We'll get into it when um, she comes on. So I'm going to call her. So let's just jump right in. Well, first of all, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> what I think is funny is that, like, you haven't asked for my number. <laughs> you know, we've known each other for literally like five plus years. It was making me think about how everyone was like, oh, we're going to have to talk to our friends, like, not in person. I'm like, wait, we've been doing this. <laughs> No, literally, because I remember I saw a tweet, like, not even four days ago, and it was like, yo, you know those mutuals you've had for, like, almost ten years, and you don't even have their phone number? (laughs) No, really, we are, like, that internet friendship that just will not die, doesn't matter what happens, like, I love that. No, but I've literally known you for, like, what, since 2015? 14? I know. (laughs) When were they alive again? Hold on. Um. (laughs) No, and it wasn't even like it wasn't even like when they were about to die. Like we were friends. Like (laughs) like we were friends way and well into their prime, and then we lived through their death. We lived through pretty much his death, and now. Literally, IP. Now we're just kind of cruising through whatever Normani's doing. But we'll always have Beyonce. So, hello. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. And that's what we're talking about today. We're talking about Black is King. Yeah, snaps, snaps. Okay. I'm just going to go right into it and ask you. Like, I'm going to go ahead and guess you watched Lion King as a kid, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. That's what I'm saying. Like, when I tell people that, uh, well, just for, like, to update everyone, I did watch it today because I didn't want to be uneducated. But when I tell people, like, I haven't, I hadn't have watched it before, they're like, what? But that movie came out in, like, the 90s, like, early 90s. Yeah, like, basically the 80s because (laughs) it was 91. Right, it was 91. Like, none of us were born. And even when we were born, I don't know, like, Maybe I'm just underestimating Disney's power because I just don't know if that movie's like big enough for it to be like. Well, obviously it is because because they got a remake and everything. But when I was little, it wasn't like a movie that like if it had already came out, I wasn't like oh I need to watch it, you know? Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I guess it like it, of course they have the live action, the Broadway. 
Oh my god, I forgot about the Broadway. <laughs> Right. No, no, yeah. I I do remember when that Broadway came out. Everybody was like, "Ah, this is the best thing ever." And I was like, "Wait, shall that happen?" But I never did. The <laughs> um. <laughs> only thing that could make me tap in was literally Beyonce. So hello, we tapped in. Yeah, and even that, like, I'm gonna be honest. I was like, I can't remember if I listened to this album before this movie because, <laughs> of course, like homecoming and coachella live i was like okay yes beyonce but before that it was the album with jay-z and then like she comes up with the album based off the lion king i was just like girl no <laughs> because she was really testing our fandom she was like i mean are y'all with me for like, like life <laughs> like, no the title, uh, free trial because of that. no literally so, no and and i was mad because like, obviously, I played it the night that um, it released, like, with everyone. But I didn't really, like, I got so mad. <laughs> but I didn't really tap back into it, like, several, until several months later. Like, I don't know what kind of PTSD she put me through. But I was not, I don't know what it was. You know what I think it was? Like, in terms of Homecoming and, you know, her solo music, it has, like, such a specific style. And, like, this just wasn't really that. So maybe that, like, put us off at first. But I'm glad, like, it wasn't just me that, like, totally forgot this album came out. Yeah, because I looked and the only song that I had saved before this movie came out was Don't Jealous Me. Oh, and that, she's not even on that one. <laughs> yes, exactly. No, because I had Don't Jealous Me and I had Mood Forever. Just because I was like, well, I, I got to have one with her on it at least, you know, just to front. Not even for my own enjoyment, just to front. But yeah. I was like watching this. I'm like, oh, wait, I did this song before. <laughs> <laughs> we're like, we're watching the movie. We're like, oh, yeah, this sounds so familiar. Like, where is this from? No, literally. Okay, but I will say my opinion on the album, like, completely changed after watching Black is King. Like, now I'm like playing it every day and i'm like dang this is good what's she put in this you know i don't know if that happened to you yeah same like definitely have more than one song saved now and <laughs> like just i feel like i can listen to them alone just without the movie exactly it's not like oh okay let me force myself to listen to this or this and that and you know what else too well first of all okay let's restart because she put out a deluxe um, version of the album with the movie right but if i'm not mistaken the deluxe album took away the skits because that was something that was getting me mad about the yeah there's no skits on the deluxe because yeah. the skits were getting me pissed off on the real version <laughs> i remember when the when the when it came out i was like oh so we're gonna have to listen to script like screenplay readings in between the song <laughs> like what it was like it was like already or something and then it was like childish gambino as simba talking for two minutes and i was like no that's not gonna work for me so yeah, i'm that was, that was very broadway of her maybe she's like <laughs> big money that's true you know what i think it was okay let's let's talk about disney because you said you watched it as a kid okay so let's talk about the actual lion king movie they got beyonce to be on it they had like a lot of famous people on it i feel like they had Childish Gambino, 
Beyonce. Um... <laughs> Me. They had so many famous people. Um, so who were the other ones? Um, anyway, but like not famous to us, but like famous to people that watch movies, I guess. Yeah, they had them on it. I feel like they spent like a good enough amount of money even just to get Beyonce to be on the movie, much less like make a whole soundtrack for it. But I'm just trying to figure out like, I don't know. You said you watched the movie. Like, were you a fan? Like, where did you want this live action? Is that something that I maybe missed too, or what? No, Yes, but um, it was more just for Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah. And like popcorn. And popcorn. <laughs> Literally, I it's like it's so funny because I really do think I'd be saying like I'm not movie girl. I'll be watching movies, but if it's like if it doesn't even get my attention a little bit, I will not see it. And I'm sorry to the be- to the beehive, but I did not watch it. <laughs> I did not. Mm. That's what I, <laughs> That's what I was thinking. Like, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a live action person. If you're friends with me in real life, you know, because I harass people with this rant like every time a live action comes out. And it's just like I don't see what live actions provide. Like, if it's like an Right. It's literally just the same thing, but with animals like well, i don't think like i'm not going to enjoy that and that's not even just the animals because like um let's say what did they put out the like a couple years ago oh, beauty and the beast that's the same thing but with people i feel i don't know did you watch that, that what i didn't know that Oh, so yeah. I Exactly. And I think Disney knows that. Disney, like, will be like, well, let's find somebody who can sing and has a fan base. And let's right. have them involved in some way. And it's, like, good for them for knowing how to use me. But it's, like, you also need to, like, I feel like if I'm going to go through the work to get Beyonce on a movie and, like, trick people into watching the movie... I'm going to want to, like, provide something so where they're like, oh, I wasn't going to watch this, but, you know, now that I did, it's actually good, and I'm going to tell other people to watch it or something, you know? I don't know. Yeah, make it good. They didn't do anything. They did their one step, got Beyonce, they said, okay, we're done. <laughs> they literally did nothing. And from, like, my cousins had watched it, and they told me that Beyonce didn't really have that many lines anyway. So yeah. they really tricked the girls with that one. So that's what I'm going to say about live actions. Now, if we're going to talk about what she did with Black is King, yes. Because from what, like, okay, like, to talk about live actions, good live actions, 
the Cinderella, the one with Hilary Duff. Hello. It's like Cinderella, but modernized. Okay, so. I feel like that's such a good one because honestly, I don't think of Cinderella as a cartoon at all. I only think of it as that movie and then the one with Brandy. So that's like. Yes, I was talking about the one with Brandy too with my cousins. Like, you have like, to provide something different. Right, and they did the, right, they got a black girl, they went all the way in. They <laughs> went all the way in. Because. Wait, braids? Hold on. <laughs> No, because I really put braids on Cinderella. And they were like, okay, y'all want, like, they y'all want diversity? I don't know why they were so good with diversity with that movie. I also don't even know if that movie was Disney, but anyway. It was like the guy was Asian, Brandy, and then uh, there was a white person in it too. And it's like, everyone's involved. (laughs) And it's just a good time. And that's what I enjoy. Because, I don't know. I was talking about this with my other friend with Tip, um, about like that's what has me worried about Little Mermaid with Chloe, not Chloe with Hallie. Um, like I'm scared that they're just gonna be like, okay, well it's the same exact movie with Hallie in it. Like I want them to do what they did with Brandy and Cinderella and make it like that much cuter. Same story but like modernized, you know? Yeah, and they definitely need to like do some work because. Um, I've seen maybe like three minutes of The Little Mermaid, and then I was like, oh, this is boring. <laughs> so, I don't know what's happening there. No, because that's the thing. Like, I really feel like with live actions, people really like, they they confuse that nostalgia where it's like, okay, I just want to see this, but like with technology of now. And it's like, yeah, but you want to see that for what? Because you liked that when you were like eight or 10 or <laughs> like, you know? So what makes you think that you as an adult is going to want to see that now? And maybe that's on us. Maybe this movie is really for children. <laughs> that part so maybe i am really just looking too deep into it and i am just like girl you're 21 turn it off like maybe that's what it is and i will check myself for that but at the same time who's gonna drive the kids to see the movie it's me you know so i feel like somebody is i feel like they need to remember that and try to cater to me a little bit i don't know i feel like it's still their fault but anyway about Black is King, I like that Beyonce kind of modernized it. So let's get into it. Let's get into... Can you hear me? Okay. Let's get into, I mean, what Lion King is, I guess. I mean, I'm sure I was the last person that hadn't watched Lion King. But just to describe it, um, when I was watching the animated version, though, I thought, like, okay rewind when i was watching black is king you know she kept doing a lot of like narration parts and a lot of like talking about um i guess like i don't want to broad generalize it but like african spiritism sort of thing and like their cultures and stuff so i was like wow this movie is like beyonce's movie is like heavy on that and i liked it because it was kind of like bringing it more realistic but then when I was watching Lion King, I'm like, oh, wait, these are, like, the same exact thing she was saying. Like, not the same exact thing, but it took some points from that. So I'm like, oh, so they were just pushing 
the spiritism in the animated too so it's not like she made it up because i don't know if you saw a lot of people were like mad at her for saying like um black is king black is king and they were saying like oh this is like such a push of um this sort of religion on people and i'm like but wait is it not lion king the same thing yeah And that's really what it is. <laughs> that's really The one kid, yeah. Divorce him and all will be clear. No, really, because I feel like if it was literally anyone else, 
everybody would have been like, oh, it's just like a retelling in a more like, I would say more explicit way, more like obvious way. Because again, Lion King is literally animated cats and safari animals versus the story and like the, I, I don't, I guess folklore behind it is very African. Doesn't matter what country in Africa from, like they took a lot of different parts of it. The voices not all being black. That's just Disney being Disney. We know they do this. They they do this. They've done it with Mulan and all of that. But, like, you know, the culture behind it isn't taken away just because, like, a white person was Simba. Was Simba really white? Yes, that really shook me. It really shook me. And, okay, so, like, baby Nala was a black girl. And then when she's, a like, adult, it's a white woman. And I'm like, it's very different. <laughs> didn't sit right with me but like again it's not hard to see like okay african animals circle of life type stuff even in like the drawings they were doing on like simba's face as a baby or like whatever it's still very cultural so for beyonce to just like make it louder and more like yes this is from africa this is from this and that and for people to be like whoa you're doing too much like (laughs) it's so weird to me I don't I know. Think, like, like, I don't know. Yeah. Like, <laughs> what, like, did she need to include, like, some non-black African nations? Like, Right, like, what were y'all looking for? But I also feel like she's been, like, since 2016, I want to say, but even before that, like, because, you know, she had like, her little pop face, but even in that, she was still, like, a black woman because, like, she just is a black woman. Literally. And so, like... I don't know, maybe she was like, no, y'all are getting too comfortable with me and trying to make me seem that I'm not like other black people. So, like, she dropped formation, and then after that, she's just like, y'all, I'm black. Right, like, I'm just literally black. But it's like, I don't even get that. I mean, I get that. But I don't get people hating on her for this specifically i don't get people hating on her for anything but for this specifically i don't understand because it's like okay let's say let's say disney was on crack and they're like okay let's get um who else is black and famous uh let's get i don't know if rihanna would do this but let's say rihanna can do this right would rihanna not get african people to do lion king would that just not be like, is that just not something that anybody would do for the movie? Because the movie's, like, heavily influenced. You know what I mean? It's not like she It's not like she picked up this story and was like, I'm just going to make it black, you know? Yeah. Go ahead, though. Like, that is a very bare minimum she's doing, you know? <laughs> like, right. This is, like, the one time where we're like, hold up, y'all say no creativity? <laughs> <laughs> no, but I'm not even saying that. Because this is, for like, what Beyonce did, that's what I expected from Disney, if that makes sense. Like, when Disney's like, oh, we're going to make a live action, I'm thinking, oh, they're going to put, like, they're going to make a whole black people story about it and, like, this king of this tribe and this and that, and then he gets, I don't know, the dad gets killed and this and that. I don't know, something like that. But they said no. CGI. <laughs> yeah, they said no. We are gonna bring cats. So I guess they thought that Beyonce was gonna do the same thing and just be like Beyonce in a room with a bunch of lions. Like, is that what y'all thought? That would have been so dumb. 
Like, I'm so glad she didn't do that. But anyway, that's just people hating um, for reasons that they need to deal with in, in their inner self, to be honest. But okay, as a movie, though, because, okay, when I did hear that this movie, Formation, I think, is, like, an hour long, and this movie is an hour and a half long. So I thought they were going to have, like, some scripts in between it or whatever. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, a real movie. It wasn't, but that's not my complaint because I don't have any. <laughs> but when I first watched it, it did seem longer than an hour. Right. Like, the, and I was just like, why are there so many breaks between the songs? But then I watched it again. I'm just like, there are no breaks. <laughs> <laughs> the second time you watch it, you're like, oh, yeah. So this is just one. Okay, good. Thank you. But the first time it is a little like, I guess, because you don't really know what you're expecting. So you're kind of like, oh, da, da, da. Also, the songs aren't necessarily in the order that they are on the album. So that kind of threw me off at first. But um, I think she did that with Lemonade, too. So I should have kind of expected that. But yeah, she has like this kind of style. I mentioned before that the movie's written, directed, crafted, filmed by Beyonce all herself. And she has this style where it's like narration, like dramatic narration, like motherly narration. And then, um, song, narration, song. But I will say, this narration felt a little more, like, harder to understand than Formation's narration. I don't know. You said you didn't really understand this narration either. (laughs) Yeah, like, I don't know. They were like, okay, so I watched with subtitles, of course. Mm -hmm. And so, like, seeing the commas, and I'm, like, trying to read it grammatically, and I'm just like, I actually don't know what this sentence is <laughs> <laughs> no literally because it would be the simplest sentence she'd be like the moon is bright and i'm like wait roll that back and it was like pause and then it was like a picture of a tree and i was like wait <laughs> but what are we talking about here but i get her what she was doing she's like setting the mood and all that so it was like setting the mood song um, first time it was like so much, so much to take in versus formation. Cause I feel like with formation, <clears throat> we were able to take it all in. Cause we knew like, oh yeah, she's putting out a movie. She had put more, like, I feel like more, um, teasers for formation or am I lying? Probably because I remember like being so excited for that and I knew to watch it. And then honestly, Black is King, I was like, okay, I see saw like these things on instagram but i didn't know when it was coming right i feel like they were way more secretive about this which is so like what like disney versus hbo but i feel like they were like trying to keep a lot of secrets with this one so it's like we didn't really know what to expect and then it was all kind of thrown at us in a good way right. but still a lot to take in so i didn't know like what song's coming next what visual is coming next? And again, I I didn't watch Lion King, so I'm really just taking it all in with a grain of salt. But I was able to put the pieces together, you know, the little boy, um, his dad got killed, and then he had to leave, and then he came back. So let's talk about, yeah. So let's talk about like, for you, what songs like stood out visually from the first or second view? Okay, so. That's just a girl. Everything about that is very, like, Beyonce, but also Lion King, and also, like, 
showing, like, really good, like, well, including all the people that were featured, it was just, like, this is, like, the best song, the best visual. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like, I don't know, you can't get better than that compared to all the other ones. I was just like, hold on. No, yeah. I think so, too. I think that song was very, like, obvious. Like, obviously African, obviously Beyonce, because it was, like, choreography. But it wasn't too much scenery. So, like, you could still see Beyonce clearly. You could see all the other, like, featured artists clearly. Which is another thing. I didn't know the featured artists were going to be in the movie. So, that was kind of like, what? Um, So, yeah, kind of seeing everybody's face. Because these aren't necessarily artists that are famous in America. More so, like, in... Um, different countries in Africa so like seeing putting a face to the voice was so like oh my god they look good huh and, and so, <laughs> so I know like Tierra Wack is American but I've never seen her face before and <laughs> her voice so it wasn't until I was listening to the album I was like oh wait was, <laughs> we're like oh wait she's from here hi girl hi oh my god that's another another American person that was in it that kind of threw me off was Jesse Reyes. I was like, hello? Okay. I was like, is she African? <laughs> I was on Google. <laughs> I was like, hold on, is this body count? No, me too. I was Googling her, like, her, like, entire family history. I was like, who are you? But you know all what? Literally, I was but all honestly, up in her business. I was like, is Jesse Reyes black? <laughs> <laughs> me too. And I went, and when, like, Google wouldn't tell me, I went on, um, Twitter, and I looked up, is Jesse Reyes black? But then everything that was coming up was Jesse Reyes black, black is king. Oh, my God! <laughs> We're, like, about to order his ancestry.com for her. <laughs> no, literally. <laughs> okay, I'm glad I wasn't the only one. But then, also, when I was watching Lion King today... Um, Scar's voice actor, because she does a song for Scar, right? So, Scar's voice actor is British. Like. (laughs) No, that reminds me, though, because, like, what song is it where Beyonce says Mandem? And I was like, wait, that just makes me think of it. They're like, stop killing the Mandem. (laughs) Black lives matter. Literally, very English. So, I'm like, um... So maybe, maybe Beyonce is like, so we're not going to put British people in this movie because we don't want to harm y'all, but we are going to put Jesse Reyes, who isn't black, you know? Maybe it was like kind of to like bring that contrast, I guess. That's I the... I that I like that song though. Well, not all of it, but Jesse's part. Yeah, I was going to say, I don't like the other person's part, but I do like her part. It's there. It's yeah. like, it's like evil. Right. It slapped more than the song that Scar sings in... Lion King. It's all fresh in my mind, so I'm really comparing it. But yeah, that song is the worst one. The worst. And he come in there very confident, and he's definitely fighting the entire song. Like he's fighting the beat. I did not like it. I did not like it. But um, who else? Oh yeah. Also, Pharrell was in it. I don't know why his presence angered me. No, yeah, I will say that. He does sound good, but I don't know. I guess because in the order, I don't even know what order they put it in, like, to reference. But the order that it was in, I remember a really good song playing before Water. And I do like Water, but his presence was just so jarring. Like, 
in contrast to the song before. So I was like, whoa, you kind of came out of nowhere. And you're kind of pissing me off. <laughs> Maybe Waters After Nile, but probably not. I, you know what? I think it's something like that. It's like a really calm song, and then it's like water. Which isn't bad, because I do like water, but I don't know. It was something about him standing on all those, like, canteens and stuff. I was like, what is this, Hanny? But it is good. I do like that song. But that's not my favorite visual. But yeah, my power is good. I also liked Already. Thoughts on Already? Yes. So sickening. From the beginning to the end. No, really. Yeah, I will say because it wasn't like it wasn't like traditional hip hop R&B, not R&B, but like hip hop dancing or like what we're used to seeing her do on tour. This was more like full body, like even her neck was doing stuff. I was like, what? Yeah. (laughs) And they were also really good at like controlling her hair. That was something that really stood out to me because she had like 50 different hairstyles, right? But I think for already specifically, she had like really long braids. And um, dancing with braids is crazy because they just be flying around. But for some reason, like, I could see her full face the entire time. And I was like, wow, go off. Right. So that was I know. <laughs> it was literally from, like, her head to her knees. I was like, how is she not tripping? Hello? That was wild. And, okay, another thing about already is... I think, you know, something that I noticed with all the songs, it's like a lot of the songs that were with nature in the background were good and stood out to me. But for some reason, the ones that were like in a studio or like something like that stood out to me even more, which is weird because you would think like Lion King, nature, those would stand out more to me. But like already my power, those were both like in a little studio, little warehouse. like. Oh yeah, don't jealous me too. So and even like don't jealous me and um already specifically like those were warehouse warehouse like they were on boxes. Right. <laughs> like, like they paid no money to be in there. They paid no money. Like it was like really cute outfits and then like on a crate dancing. I was like <laughs> okay, but I was gonna say about already is that um. Already is like a direct rework of Can't Wait to Be King, while My Power is kind of like just Beyonce's interpretation, which is kind of sickening to me. Because I do like Can't Wait to Be King, but I'm not going to play that because I'm 21 years old. But already that I can dance to and have like the same, you know, nostalgia, I guess. Well, not for me, but I can relate it. Yeah, for the other people. Like, it's you can make that direct relation while still bopping to, like, a full-grown song, you know? Yeah. I feel like that and... Well, that's the only song where I was like, okay, I know what song this is married after. Yeah. Any did there a circle of life? Maybe, but I don't know. 
Yeah, bigger. I thought bigger and the other side were like circle of lifey because they were like kind of talking about dying, but not really. <laughs> so like I got that. And they were in the beginning of the movie. I'm really telling you, this movie really helped me understand because I don't know where the disconnect was. But like after I watched it, I was able to be like, oh, that's this and that's that. So something about putting like the story visually with it. So yeah, bigger and other side being in the beginning, like when she's holding the baby, it made me be like, oh, that's circle of life. And okay, that was so motherly, so much. Every time, every scene of her holding a baby, I was like, oh my god, she, <laughs> she is nursing a child. Like it was crazy when she was putting like the powder on the baby's feet. I was like, oh. right. Okay, I I think I know, but get ready because it's a little bit all over the place. So, you know the the baboon from the movie. I think his name is Rafiki. Yeah. Yeah. So I think she's like, because the whole movie is like a mature version of Lion King. But I think she specifically, and also that blue guy that was kind of following her for a lot of the movie. I think like them connected. Or some mature version of Rafiki. Because in the movie, Rafiki is like the most spiritual one. He's the one talking about like, I talk to your dad still. And it's like, the dad been dead. So it's like, what? So like, I think like, but in the movie, they make him, in the cartoon movie, they kind of make him to be a little baboon. He's like a little bit crazy. But you know, having Beyonce be that and like the person behind it is kind of making it more realistic where it's like, yeah, people actually believe this. And like, this is actual practice, you know? So I think that was really nice. <clears throat> Sorry? I was obsessed with the blue man. I was obsessed with him too. <laughs> he was always there and I was like, hi, how are you doing? <laughs> it was like random scenes, like specifically after like um, when the kid ran away and he was like sad. And then all you randomly see is the blue guy like, hello. And I'm like, okay, cute. So yeah, I like that though because I like that they... You know, even if I really don't believe in any of that, like, I have my own beliefs. But I think that Lion King sometimes kind of made fun of that stuff sometimes with the way that, like, they didn't take it as seriously. And Beyonce made it more like, yeah, like, this is a real thing, you know? So I think that was cute. Um, What other visuals did I like? I really liked Niall, and I will say, I don't even like, I didn't like Niall before the movie. I don't know if that happened to you, too. I don't remember the Niall visual. It was like, the dad dies from, like, the stampede of motorcycles, and then, like, the immediately after, it's like, um, they're carrying a coffin with, like, everything is white. Yeah. Yeah, it did actually. <laughs> when it like everything white reset, like. Right. Yeah, it was like kind of scary because I wasn't expecting it. Because up until then, it was there was no warehouse videos except for I guess Don't Jealous Me, but it was still like you know more nature. And then that was the first one that was like complete set change. I was like, whoa. But I liked Niall. It was a little more serious. And I can, like, now, oh, Niall's about death. It's not just Kendrick Lamar talking. So. Okay, because I really did not know what it was 
though. And I was like, why is she so in love with Kendrick Lamar? I mean, like, they only have, what, two songs? But I was like, all right. No. No, but I... <laughs> that's enough. <laughs> I actually like Kendrick Lamar, but I didn't notice. She a little obsessed with him. Because why he never invite her to do anything is always her inviting him. What? Beyonce, I'm going to have to have a talk with her. <laughs> Like, stop. And also, like, I don't know if she invited him to be in the movie, but why he ain't show up? I don't like that. I don't like that. Literally, so unemployed. Can you get, like, can you come? We're filming something for the culture. Like, can you come? He always talking about how he's ready for everybody and you're not. You're not. Very fake. So I need him to figure that out. But (laughs) me, I like this song. By the way, Kendrick Lamar, I'm going to sue you. Like, you need to get it together. No, but I did, like, like, I mean, this is a feeling overall, but that visual really helped me, like, understand what the song is about, you know. Okay, I'll... I didn't what it was about until you said it. <laughs> I also watched it three times, so we're going to have to... I'm acting like I know everything that happened, but I watched it three times, and I watched, like, two YouTube explanations, so she be trying to connect the dots. She went to college. She went to college. <laughs> she did. She did. Um, another one. Okay. Did you cry at all in the movie? Um, no. Okay. Well. I feel like maybe I was supposed to during uh, the other side, but I was so confused about like what the point of that song was <laughs> and just like what was happening with the baby on the river that I just like I couldn't get there because I was just like, what's happening? Oh, the other side was when the when the when she literally just put a baby in a basket. Was it that one? Yeah. Okay, yeah, that visual that had me mad baby. confused. That poor baby, she just drowned him. <laughs> she literally put the baby in a basket and was like, "Peace out." But that visual specifically confused me because um, I couldn't relate it to the Lion King because I don't know if they had like a baby part in Lion King. Yeah. So that was like her interpretation. Um, but when the baby fell off the waterfall, it didn't even die. Right. So was that was really confusing to me. So no, that the other side, the song is pretty and probably would have made me cry um, had I listened to it like in a good mood the first time. But the song that made me cry for some reason was bigger. I don't know why. <laughs> I think she was just like, like first five minutes of the movie. I know. <laughs> I think it was just she was looking so pretty and holding a baby, and she was like, "You're worth something." And I was like, "Oh, <laughs> so much." I do think that like once all of this is over and people can go outside again, like the amount of beach weddings and the yes. Yeah, for sure. And it's it's purely off her impact because that dress is, like, it's beautiful, but it's definitely a little bit, like, ripped and torn. <laughs> but that's going to be, like, the new thing, a little bit, a little bit raggedy, little raggedy beach wedding, and with that song in the background. And you know how everybody loves to do, like, an all-white wedding? That's what it's going to be. <laughs> but that song made me cry, and Brownstein Girl made me cry. For no reason. Literally. I think that brown skin girl is like borderline terrorism. <laughs> I don't know if it's already happening. But you know how like people like queen, king. I'm just like, don't call me a queen. <laughs> but I think that like 
if it's not already happened, dudes are going to be walking down the street, and I say dudes because they're the only people who will do this, mm-hmm. and they're going to be like, brown skin girl. Oh you're my god! Like, don't say that to my face. <laughs> Wait, I never thought about it like that because that is something that literally would happen. It's like they kind of already took the song and made it as a meme. But when I say they, I mean black women because remember, like when the Gina Rodriguez stuff happened, <laughs> and they like remixed it where it was like Gina says she's Afro Latina, so they put like wigs on her, and it was like <laughs> it was like a slideshow with brown skin in the background. <laughs> so that's funny when like. We can reclaim it. But, like, other people, yeah, they, they probably would be, like, the like, take it too far where it's, like, almost too much praise. Right. Where it's, like, ooh, now it's weird. Now right. it's, like. My chocolate princess, my brown skin girl. Yeah. <laughs> like, Mocha. <laughs> skin just like pearls. And we're, like, oh, well, it was fun while it lasted. I think I wasn't in that headspace. I was in the full headspace where it's, like, oh, my God, Lupita's in the video. And I started crying. Like, it was like that kind of thing. I'm not going to lie. I was literally like, my heart rate got faster. I know, me too. like, Normani, where? We were like, we know she did not mention Normani in the song. And we're like, oh, my God, Normani's coming. But you know what? She's so rude. She probably would have showed up and not told nobody. So we we're not that PTSD is valid. We're not wrong for that. Right, exactly. No, but I really love that video. I don't know what I was expecting for that visually because again, Bouncing Girl. Um, I think Keys to the Kingdom. I think those were supposed to um, kind of represent Nala. Represent like that song. What is that song? Can you feel the love tonight? Like that sort of thing. Yeah. That was- yeah exactly like like that was supposed to be that which is good because i don't know if i would have just wanted like a romance song that's not something i wanted so i'm glad they kind of modernized it made it more focused on black women um but that being like since they reworked it i didn't really have a visual in my brain when i played that song other than gina rodriguez so (laughs) when they played that i was like I didn't know what to expect, so when I just saw, like, her whole family and Kelly and Lupita, and I was like, oh, my God, this is so cute. Um, Another thing to point out, she had, like, South Asian women, Indian women in it, too. That was, like, the first thing I noticed. I know, and I was like, because, you know, when Brown Skin Girl came out and, you know, everybody was singing it, people were like, well, you know, there's other brown women. It's not just black people. So I was like, there, that's for y'all that always want to say something. Right, that's so funny. Beyonce was like, yes, here's the other one, and here is the other one. (laughs) No, but, like, in the moment, it actually did make me emotional because I was like, she really did not have to put them in there, but she did. Like, you can tell she cares. (laughs) No, I'm being serious. (laughs) I'm being serious. Like, nobody was expecting her to put them in there. At least I wasn't. So when she did, I was like, oh. And it wasn't just one girl. It was like, it was like every scene that had, you know, everybody. It had like two or three of them. And then she had um, a black woman with a hijab. And then she had that albino woman. That albino woman really didn't have to be there. But she was, you know. The inclusivity was just so cute. Um... 
as far as people coming for a Blue Ivy singing, you need to sit down. I mean, Blue Ivy is always going to have a job. So. <laughs> I just choked on my water. <laughs> this is the way she, she will stay employed. That's the thing. Like, they're like, well, why Blue Ivy can't sing? First of all, she's eight. <laughs> and. <laughs> like, they're literally playing the song and they're like, uh, uh, this is not right. Oh my God. I'm like, first of all, she's literally just talking into the mic. That's just, that's all she has to do to be on a Beyonce song. Versus everybody else has to work 10 times harder, you know? Right. So. And she was cute. She was kind of serving. What she didn't do in vocals, she was serving in face and acting. Exactly. At least she has that. Right. And, like, I think it was My Power. She also made a cameo. And I was like, yes. That is yeah, good. Yeah. She, um, like, embarrassed everybody else. In a good way. They look bad. She looked good. She was the actually giving, like, so much fierceness. And it was like, boom. And it was just for a second. And she's, like, the topic of the video. Ugh. That's what she needed. That's what she needed. Exactly. So, yeah, I'm trying to think of other songs. I think we hit, like, the ones that really, like, stood out. The other ones are kind of just fillers. Um, I think that, like, at first I didn't really care about Keys to the Kingdom. Oh, but yeah. But then, like, after I watched it a few more times, I was like, this makes me so happy. Like, the song and the visual. Yeah. So, like, I don't know. It was just two girls dancing, but I was just like. No, but that was so cute. I know what you're talking about. It's like. It's like all the guys with the wigs and then the girl in like a mailman outfit. Kind of. <laughs> I don't know what that outfit was, but it was so adorable. I was like, I love this. This is good. That, I think the actress that was Nala with the pink hair, stunning. Just a face. Like, that is just a face. So anytime she came on screen, I was like, this is very wonderful for me and my enjoyment. Um, I was going to actually mention Keys to the Kingdom because that was another song that. I completely ignored, and then now I find myself playing it every day for no reason. Because <laughs> I was going to say that she, like, her voice, like, obviously, those those are one of the few songs, He's in the Kingdom, that Beyonce isn't on. So it's like, oh, am I going to like this? But her voice is just so beautiful that I was like... She had to get a singer. Right, she had to get a singer. But... Did you see, this is totally topic change. Did you see that um, TikTok of, like, one of the guys that was in the Mood Forever video? Like, his family reacting to him being on it? Wait, well, I saw a tweet with the link, but I didn't watch the video. It was so funny. Like, his part was, like, I don't know if you remember the Mood Forever video. If yeah. It's, like, Beyonce's waking up and somebody claps. He's the yeah. person clapping, and the family's like, literally it's just a tiktok of them like replaying that scene like 40 times and i'm like that is such a joy that's like something that i really love like all the artists all the people involved like you're in a beyonce movie now like you're low-key immortalized like that's crazy so that's a that like Employed forever, like, I don't care. Do you see how easy it was for people to accept Childish Gambino after Beyonce was like, I'm your friend? I'm sorry, but that's that's something we need to just bring up. Because, Honestly. because I don't care if you want to be like, oh, I like Childish Gambino since this song, since that song. But you weren't loud about it. You weren't proud yeah. about it. Okay? Beyonce let you be proud about it. So that's... Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, that's it. 
if you had a tumbler or if you were like white and a skater right. that was it and suddenly now he's got like number one songs that's i'm sorry that's beyonce normalizing it that right. normalization Literally, Beyonce was like, I think we need to make this normal. And everybody's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm going to do that. It didn't really work for me, though, because I was, like, in the mood for every visual. I was like, why is there a portrait of him? And then he started singing. I was like, oh. (laughs) (laughs) He was another one that, like, if he would have been in the in the movie, I would have been, like, mad at him for no reason. I would have just been, like, uncomfortable. Right. Stay in the painting. Stay in the painting. Okay, let's talk about that Mood Forever visual because that's another one we kind of skipped over. I mean... (laughs) So, Mood Forever visual... Okay, so, I feel like Black is King was literally, overall, just, like, about Black people. We already established that. But I feel like she, like, really made that point because Mood Forever, it really made me think of Get Out. Really? Yeah, because there's, like, the part where little Simba is, like, in the car, and he's driving on the road, and then Beyonce and the blue guy show up on the side, and I was like, oh, that's scary. Oh, you're right. I didn't even think of that. where, like, she, like, smiles with the butler, I was like, get out. (laughs) (laughs) Like, I'm slightly terrified. Jordan Peele done traumatized us. I can't. No, but I kind of feel that because it was a little bit, like, like, all the other songs were very realistic, very, like, you know, um, I don't know. Like, it didn't feel like much of a story. It felt, like, real. But that song, I think that song and Jara, the Jara song, had, like, this weird, like, creepy undertone to it where it's, like, this is a fantasy. This is, like, a little bit more, like, um, I guess, like, a dream kind of. If that yeah. makes sense. Like, first of all, the little kid turned into Jay-Z. That was already a little bit too much. And then... Yeah. <laughs> we're already like, what? So then Jay-Z comes into the house, and, like, the way they're showing the house is, like, from this weird angle, and it's a little bit creepy. Like you said, Beyonce smile. So then the song is, like, so supposed to be so happy, but it's already got, like, this creepy undertone. And then the Jara song is, like, when he's older, in the city, whatever that but then he sees like i don't know if he sees scar or he sees like somebody and that like makes him scary so i'm like oh like how is she able to make these like happiest songs have like this weird undertone she's kind of crazy that visual also reminds me of moonlight yeah it's on purpose because get out and moonlight are like the biggest like recent movies for just like black people Wait, hold on, Mo. Why are you said you don't watch movies, but you're the one making the cinematic parallels here. <laughs> well, look, hold on. The way that I was obsessed with Get Out, okay, the only movies I've watched recently are Get Out, <laughs> Black Panther, and I watched Black Panther a year late, so. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you know what? I was thinking about Black, Pan- Black Panther because I was thinking about how if Disney would have made, like, kind of what Beyonce did but more sophisticated I guess more with a script and would have made that the remake I feel like people would have um related it too much to Black Panther because Black Panther is kind of like that too with the dad dying and the king have the kid having to be king and all that so I was like "Hmm, maybe they were scared of that but why were they scared you know why they were scared because they probably don't know enough black people to make it different (laughs) 
So that's why they're mad. Disney is like, we only know Will Smith. <laughs> Disney was like, Will Smith is busy. What do we do? What do we do? And then Beyonce's like, I mean. He's like, um, I gotta do Red Table in like five minutes, so you gotta find somebody else. And then Beyonce was like, hold on, let me call Childish Gambino. <laughs> no, because really that is what it is. Because if you're like, like even, that's how you know, even Disney is like a little bit behind. Because if you're a big multi-millionaire conglomerate and you're scared of Black Panther, like, sorry, like you couldn't make your own story, but... That's neither here or there. That's gonna take a little couple years of development for them. They need help. They need help. Oh wait, another thing about Mood Forever I was gonna mention was that um, at first I was like, well, why didn't the kid turn into the adult version of Simba in the movie? Why did he have to turn into Jay Z? But then I was like, oh, because it's like Black is King. It's not supposed to be just about the kid. It's supposed to be like about every black person. So I'm like, okay, she wanted to, like, push how everybody's connected. And I'm like, okay, I see it. Like, begrudgingly, I accept it. But then I'm watching Mood Forever video, and it's, like, showing the parallels of Jay-Z's verse with the kid. Why the kid eat Jay-Z right up? Like he was going to anyway. <laughs> the kid was, like, giving me hands, giving me rap hands, giving me face. And then Jay-Z's, like, playing chess with himself. Like, right. what? Okay, so it's just really crazy how that kid is going to be booked for the rest of his life. Yeah, I just have no positive words about Jay-Z. Me neither. And I said I was going to say only positive things about the movie, but Beyonce just knew what was coming when she put him in there. Sorry. 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 Um, I think that's it for the movie. Um, well, I will say that find your way back. I feel like... <gasps> I forgot about her. Yeah. Like, very much, like, I could screenshot every part of it and just make it my wall background on my phone. Literally. Or just put it on my actual wall in my house. Like, it was so good. That's, like, one that I would play if I'm, like, feeling anxious. I play that and, like... You know exactly that. Literally, right? Like, it felt such, like, like a drink of water. Just her with some diamonds in a desert. And I'm like, ugh. Wait, yeah, this is waves with money. <laughs> this is waves with money, no six lack, no moon. Exactly. No six lack. No six lack. No also, what I was going to say, too, about Find Your Way is, like, you know, obviously she had all the diamonds and everything, but how the diamonds were shining even when it was nighttime. Like, even in the night Wait. shot. That doesn't make sense, right? That's where the Beyonce voodoo comes in. Because you could say, like, girl, yeah, they have cameras for that. They got lamps for that. No, but diamonds don't dance like that. Not in the night. So I just feel like that was just her radiance and her richness. That was just her skin. That was literally just her skin. Oh, my God, talking about her skin, random part of the movie that I really enjoyed was, like, her on a tree. This is when I realized she was Rafiki. Because she was on the same tree that Rafiki was on. But anyway. Her on that... Blue. Yeah! Her on that tree painted blue. Why that eight? 
this is so eye-opening for me. No. <laughs> Why did I watch this movie like four times? Each time I'm like, I don't know what's going on. No, because, no, because me too. Because when you're watching it, it's like you're in a trance. And you really have to like put your school brain on when you're done. And be like, okay, now I'm going to analyze the movie. Which is what I did because I'm crazy. So. <laughs> She's like, y'all gonna be on your computer anyway. Let me give you something to look up. And that's exactly what she did. Overall, though. Oh, another thing I was gonna say. Well, this kind of goes with it. Overall, I think it flowed really nicely. And if, like, Beyonce was the head of Disney and she made the remake, it would have actually gotten some views. Because let me tell you. We are not the only two people in the world that didn't like the remake. Tell me why the remake got like a 55 score from like <gasps> critics. Yeah, exactly. Hello, that's what I was going to say. I was going to list. Um, I, know Disney is embarrassed. I know Disney is so embarrassed because that's what I was going to do. I was going to list all the movies that Beyonce has a higher rating. <laughs> <laughs> so let me do that. Okay, so let's start with. So let's start with the actual remake. It has more than that. It has a better score than um, Django Unchained, the Steve Jobs movie, Silver Linings Playbook. It has never heard of it. <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> These are like movies that like movie people watch, you know. And then it has more on Rotten Tomatoes than Literal Parasite. So what are we gonna do now? <laughs> So what are the what are the girls gonna do now? What are the girls gonna do now? Because she just ate Parasite right up. I mean, to be fair, Parasite has ninety nine percent, but Beyonce got a hundred. <laughs> it's missing that one, that Giselle's card or one percent. So and it has more than Knives Out, but that's just another movie. The Parasite really got me. So if y'all are like, oh, you know, why the movie theater's not opening up? Meh. Girl, watch this. It's free and it's on Disney Plus. Well, it's not free, but yeah. Directors need to go back to the drawing board. They really do. And you know, like how every year we're like, every year, no, but like any time that Beyonce does something, we're like, oh, this needs to win an Oscar. But I actually think it has potential to win this year because, like, since no movies are coming out and all that, why we might win? Not to be hive, but I may have to write it. Like, why we actually might win? Because, I mean, Parasite winning shows last year shows that they, they do be watching the movies in other languages, right? Okay. And so this year, you're kind of forced to watch any movie that comes out because we're just in our house. So it's like Netflix movie or Beyonce critically acclaimed movie. And I feel like they're just going to give it to Beyonce. Exactly. I think we have at least one nomination in the bag. Ah, but yeah, I just want everybody to remember that it has more than Parasite. Hello? Okay. Um, but yeah, overall, my rating is the same as Rotten Tomatoes, 100%. Right, this is the, I don't care about credits, like, when it comes to movies and music, but. Me neither. I'm gonna use this. I'm gonna be like, well, it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. I <laughs> <laughs> Me not, like, even fully understanding what that means. I'm like, but it has 100% on Rotten Tomatoes, so. <laughs> goodbye like <laughs> no yeah and like if i really wanted to get like nitpicky with the movie 
I will say, like, there were some parts that were, like, a little bit slow, I guess. But that was more so because I'm stupid. And I just didn't really know what, like, how to interpret her, like, poems between the songs. But I'm sure y'all are smarter than me, so. Right, it's like, that's my fault. That's on me, exactly. That's not even on anybody else. But yeah, anything else you want to add, Miss Queen? Um, I feel like it was just showing that, that Beyonce is going to be here for a while. Right. Right. Like, there were some parts where, I feel like in the first half of the movie, that's when the slower half parts were. But after that, it was just like, visual after visual. And like, the styling... And then, of course, just, like, her, period. Like, right. it's just Beyonce, so. No, I definitely feel that, too, because I feel like the first part was the more obvious part where it's, like, obviously Lion King, and then the second part was more her interpretation, which is when it started to pick up. <laughs> so, if that's Beyonce just doing this with a movie herself, you know, notice also how she's, like, s- slowly leveling up. Because formation, full film on her life, right? But not, like, full, full film with acting in it. Okay. Black is King is, like, a rework of a classic um, movie, both visually and with its own soundtrack. None of the girls are doing this, by the way. But she's leveling up her own, like, filmography. Next time, girl, we might just have a full script. What? And, like, I think it's just really exciting to see because even, like, B-Day was sort of a visual album, but just a way that could only be done in the 2000s. Right, right. So just, like, the progress, dot, dot, dot. Right, because it went from B-Day. No, I really, I really, like, I could discuss her leveling herself up forever, and I think anyone in Hive can, but even if you're wanting to talk about self-titled being fully visual, and that was just, like, separate videos like, what can be done in 2013, I think she's really using, like, her resources to the max. Right. So, what happens when she gets in contact with the guy who made Parasite, and they compare Rotten Tomatoes ratings, and then they're like, okay, girl, well, let's just collab. And then what? Right. And then what? It's just, like, from scratch, not about her life, not about the Lion King. Right. Ooh. Beyonce will become an author. No, that's the thing, because... She got, like, a whole Broadway thing lined up, too. Like, <laughs> that's the thing. Because if you want to be like, well, of course she's going to make good music about her own life because she lived through it. Well, what now? Because Lion King is a fictional story that she made possible. So, yeah, it's just getting better. It's really getting amazing. And how she quickly... Do you think this movie would have came out in theaters if it wasn't, um, you know, Ronita? Huh? I don't know. Yeah, me neither. I really don't know, because I feel like, wasn't there a thing where it was like, okay, after Homecoming, she's supposed to have two more things with Netflix. Mm-hmm. Netflix at all. It was Disney, so maybe. Girl, now I'm getting excited. The reason that Disney Plus exists at all. <laughs> Disney Plus was like, well, girl, we need to come up with something quick. Because when are we going to put this Beyonce movie? No, because when you think about it, I don't think it would have, I mean, I would have gone and seen it in theaters if it came in theaters. But um, 
I think Disney's also doing like Mulan and stuff, so they probably wouldn't have wanted to put it in theaters. Even though they play themselves in now, Mulan's on Disney Plus too. Yeah. Views. oh my god i saw that and um what's her name quoted it and was like they're crazy a movie ticket is ten dollars why are they charging thirty dollars <laughs> like are you crazy like I, I don't even remember the last time i paid thirty dollars for something <laughs> i've never seen mulan before so i'm definitely not gonna watch live action <laughs> girl i've never seen mulan either why wait why i've never seen any disney movie <laughs> Even Little Mermaid, I didn't see the first one. I only saw the second one. So. You the second one? Yeah. <laughs> you know what it is? Like, that era was still, like, cassette time. Wow, I'm putting myself in, like, a like a position where everybody knows how old I am. But um, that came out in, like, cassette turning into DVD time. And yeah. we didn't have um, a DVD player yet. So... <laughs> Yeah, so like they were only selling at Blockbuster, they were only selling <laughs> they were only selling Little Mermaid in DVD, but Little Mermaid 2 was in cassette, so I'm like, well girl, you just gotta watch what you can. <laughs> so I had to just go ahead and watch the second one. I still don't really know what happened in the first one. But that's why Hallie's there, so we're gonna figure that out. Right. You know? Right, if it's not $30, I'll watch Little Mermaid. Right, they got me with Hallie. They got me, yeah. Even Mulan, it looks interesting, but, like, not $30 interesting, you know? Right. So, we'll see about that. Um. Oh, my God, the next episode, I mean, hopefully it doesn't take that long, and hopefully I can have you on before then, but when Little Mermaid comes out, we can recreate this. <laughs> Wait, no, I know exactly what you're talking about. She looks, like, so done. Like, if you just brought up her ex. <laughs> it's, like, a full movie she's involved in. And every time they bring up, they bring up Little Mermaid, she's like... Why you ask me about that? <laughs> They're like, um, because it's a movie that you're... And she's like, not too much. Not too much. I can't. No, I really hope it's good. But if it's not good, going back to that video is going to be so funny. Right, like y'all don't know what they're doing to me, y'all. Come on. Oh my she was god. So happy when she had your home. <laughs> I know. <laughs> no, because I was watching a tea time of them, and it was like, it was like they were asking um if she had to dye her dreads or something. Or no, 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 they were asking her. They were asking her if they had to pause filming Little Mermaid because of quarantine. And the smile that came on her face, she was like, "Yeah, we had to pause it." <laughs> We had to pause filming, and I was like, oh, oh, my God. <laughs> she can't. She can't. Oh, my God. That's going to be funny. But, yeah, we'll bring you back on for that. Thank you so much, Mel, for doing this. Yay. I loved it. Is there anything you want to plug here? The moment um, is yours. I will say that, um, I mean, I don't really post on Instagram, so. But I, L-Y, S-M-O, I will, uh, 
Yup, yeah. <laughs> because that's how we adapt. That's how we adapt. <laughs> okay, for me, y'all know that track two is on Instagram at the track two with two spelled out. And that is all for today, y'all. Peace out. <laughs>